0: Good morning and welcome to the JRH Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jack Ran. It is December 22nd, uh, Tuesday here in 2020. We're getting near Christmas, getting in the Christmas spirit. Um, But we are here to talk sports today. Um, I think we'll just start off pretty quickly here. I think this will be a quicker episode. We're just going to go over Monday Night Football, then get the NBA game predictions for tonight, and then kind of go through finals and award predictions. I don't think it'll go the full 30 minutes that um, I could go, but that'll be stretching a little bit. So first, we'll go over Steelers at Bengals. And was I wrong on my last podcast about how good this game would be? I thought for sure the Steelers would win this one by double digits just because I think it's kind of like a because you've lost the last two games. I think they're still a good team going into this game and I they just got straight up outplayed by the Bengals. Um, we I like they're. The Steelers just couldn't get anything going. Um, The Bengals played outstanding. Give credit to them. They deserve credit for this win. Um, Finley played amazing, and they had great run plays with him. We heard Mike Tomlin at the end of the game talk about how he didn't really see those run options coming. And I think that really limited their defensive abilities. Um, But that won't be the main story, as the Steelers just look terrible. And on top of that, you have the the off-the-field drama with Juju and his little dances. And we saw that come back to bite him as he got lit up early on. Here is the call from ESPN. So we, I mean, <laughs> that was early on in the game. That kind of set the momentum for the Bengals and set the tone for this game. We saw Von Bell with the big hit. That's who that was. Um, and he's the one who came out with a quote. A few days prior saying like hey it's disrespectful that he's dancing on people's logos but they're winning so we're just gonna have to come out and hit him and man oh man did he do just that um obviously it'll be interesting to see juju's TikToks. So i'll have to keep an eye on them um but i the steelers man they're they are just a weird team they just look bad like they look like they could be four and ten and no one would know um I Big Ben didn't look like he had at all tonight. I mean, just in the first quarter alone, I think there were about like six throws that could have been interceptions, and um, there were plenty that were dropped by the Bengals. So if it's against another team like the Colts, who they play next week, um, those all might become picks. Uh, and now you've got to worry about the division. The Browns one game out, um, and it's way tighter than we expected it to be a few weeks ago. It was kind of we were kind of all set that the Steelers were going to win the division, um, but now there's a good. Chance the division comes down to their week 17 matchup against the Browns. Who would have thought? But first, they've got to play the Colts, so I think there's a shot they lose that. And I mean, you've got the Browns, they've got the Jets next week. If the Steelers lose it, I think it basically comes down to that week 17 game, which I'd love to see that uh, the division come down to that week 17 matchup between them. Um, but We'll we'll see where the season heads. Who knows? Maybe the Jets will win one more game just because they want to. Maybe they're good now. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I it's also important to take from this game that the Bengals are a legitimate team and that they can be a threat in the next coming years. Um, they've got a bright future ahead of them. That was Finley starting, but obviously I think Burrow does better than that. Um, I, I think they had a really good game plan and they got out coached, which is weird to say for Zach Taylor to be out coaching someone. But I I think they've got a bright future ahead of them. So now we'll head into the NBA season coming tonight. I don't know if you guys saw it during the Steelers-Bengals game, but there was a raw commercial. Like early on in the game, they had an NBA like season commercial. Oh my gosh, that got me hyped up. That was like the best NBA commercial I've seen in my life. I was like, wow, that that one made me want to watch NBA for 24 hours um so we'll go ahead and give our picks for the games today to open up the season then we'll kind of go over some like season predictions first up's warriors versus nets i these early games are hard to predict because there's not much to go off of other than the preseason really the nets are a new team the warriors have curry but is anyone else on the team really that good they got oobre wiggins the new rookie Wiseman. um and i i think i've got to go with the nets here because kevin Durant is a really good player and even though he was out last year i expect him to fully recover from that injury and probably even get like comeback player of the year um if if that's if he has the ability to um uh i i could see the nets making a run to the finals that doesn't mean the warriors like are bad though i think steph curry is good enough to win games himself and probably get his team to the playoffs if his team can help a little bit as well It'll be interesting to see how Wiseman does. Will he have a big role? I'm not really sure. I haven't really looked into that that much. Um, but you also... Justin Wise of this game, Warriors versus Nets, I think Durant is obviously going to play with some fire against his former team. I don't think he really has any like anything against them, but I think you're always going to try to play really hard against your former team. Um, and I'm sure he'll do that and get the Nets to win in this one. But it'll be interesting to see how Irving and Durant click. I didn't really... I saw a couple highlights of Durant, and he looked like he was looking really good and healthy, um, but I, I never really saw anything about how they were clicking. Obviously, there's been a ton of stuff with Irving in the media, and then when he played the Celtics, he like, what did he do? He, I don't know what he was spreading around the arena, but it was like exercising demons or whatever. i He's an interesting man. We'll see how they click and if Irving's willing to make them work. Uh, the last game, Clippers versus Lakers one of the biggest games we'll see all season. Um, And I mean, we get to see it now. We didn't get to see it in the playoffs last year because the Clippers lost to the Nuggets before they could get to the Lakers in the conference finals. This will be fun to watch. And it's also ring night for the Lakers. So the Clippers will have to stand there and watch the Lakers have their ceremony, Um, which I, that'll be fun to see if they show it to everyone. And like, if, the Clippers are actually all standing there watching it. Um, I think the Lakers have the ability to be an insanely good team because they somehow, someway got better this offseason. I don't know how that happened, but I I think you take that into account and the Clippers, there's there's kind of been a chemistry issue, I feel like, with PG and Kawhi. I who knows if that's still there. I think they're going to be way more focused on winning and be willing to take some hits in order to to really compete this year for the for the West. Um, but I, I feel obligated to take the Lakers here to open the season. Um, I think they're the better team. I think they could lose this game. I still believe the Lakers are the better team if they lose this game, but I, I think the Lakers have a great chance of taking this one. So now we'll go through – first we'll do like our finals prediction or my finals prediction. So if if we take a look at the West first, I th- it's impossible to not take the Lakers here. Um, they have even better depth than last year, and they won the finals. And I don't see a team... This is this is my main factor in picking a team in the playoffs. I do not see a team able to beat them four out of seven games in a series. I think it's possible that the Lakers could like not get the one seed. The Clippers could get the one seed, something like that. But there is no way I think any team in the West can beat them four out of seven games. I mean, if you look at LeBron... He's made the finals nine of the last 10 years. The one year he didn't make it. He didn't play the whole season. It was his first year with the Lakers. Um, and it was kind of just a down year until they got Davis, obviously. Um, I I think it's just too hard for any team to beat him in a seven-game series. So I think they're easily – I think it doesn't even matter what they do in the regular season. They, they could be the three seed, and I'd be picking them to make the finals. I think they're too hard to beat four out of seven times. I think it's possible to beat them in the regular season. But I I just think in a series that's too hard. Uh, The Eastern Conference, luckily, though, since that one was easier to pick, this one is much harder to pick. Um, There's plenty of teams that can compete. Obviously, the biggest team on the rise is the Nets with Durant and Irving. You've got the Wizards, who have Westbrook now. I don't think they'll really be that good, but they could get into the playoffs now with Westbrook and Beal as their guards. Um, the Hawks look like they have a pretty built team, but then you still have the top teams like the Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, Sixers. You've got the defending conference champs, Heat as well. So the the regular season and wise of like seeding, where teams will be seeded at the end of the year, I think it's a complete toss-up. You could see someone like the Raptors at a six seed, Sixers at a seven seed, who, like, who knows what happens. Um, and so I kind of have to go off the idea of, again, Who's going to be the hardest to beat in a seven-game series, no matter where they're seated? And I think I got to go with the Nets here. Um, it it's, it was hard for me to pick them because we haven't really seen them yet. But I I think other teams like the Heat and the Bucks have a great chance. I think they have teams that can beat the Nets. But I just can't go against Durant in the playoffs if he is fully healthy and him and Irving are able to click together, which I think they will be able to. I think they'll be very hard to stop in the playoffs. And again, it's kind of like, I can't see them losing four out of seven games. That would lead to a Nets Lakers finals. Uh, I think this would be the one that I would want the most. I'd right away give an advantage to the Lakers, but I think the one team that could beat the Lakers in a seven game series is the Nets. Now, if it were another team, like if the Bucks or heat made the finals, I don't know if they'd have the ability to beat the Lakers, but I think the Nets are really the only team that has a solid chance at beating the Lakers in the finals um, if the Lakers get there. But I, I still got to go with the Lakers here. They're too built. Um, LeBron AD, I can't go against that. I think they're just going to keep winning here and they're going to win the finals. Um, I, I just can't get myself to pick the Nets or anyone else here above the Lakers. Um, so now we'll go through some awards and then we'll probably end it. So first we've got MVP. This one's a hard one to pick because there's players that should win it, but because they have another star player on their team, they're not going to. you got LeBron and AD. I don't think either of them win it because they're both going to be sharing the wealth. You've got Durant and Irving. They're going to be sharing the wealth. Um, Harden and Wall, Westbrook and Beal. You've got all these duos that are. it's going to be really hard for anyone to really win MVP with the other guy on their team which obviously that opens the door right up for Giannis again. Um, Giannis has one two in a row, which actually will probably make him not win it this year, even if he deserves to. If there's anyone else that puts up like pretty good stats points-wise, I think they'll give them the edge over Giannis. Since Giannis has won two in a row, I think they almost don't want to let someone win three in a row because that's kind of boring. So I, I was kind of just going through teams and looking at like what what players I think could compete with him. And I think the main two that I came down to were Curry and Luka Doncic. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and go with Luka here. I, I think the Mavericks will really improve this year. I think they'll be like a medium seed in, in the West. Um, and I think he'll put up good enough stats himself to get the award over someone like Giannis. Curry could have a big year if their team is able to perform. He will need a little help from his team, though. Um, and then obviously there's some dark dark horses that I could see winning, like Damian Lillard or Nikola Jokic. Um, I think those are a bit of a stretch. Maybe Lillard, not as much, but I, I I think I gotta go with. I think it's really gonna be between Giannis, Luka, and Curry. I know some people talked about Zion Williamson winning it. I don't think he's good enough yet for that. I'd be stunned if he won MVP unless the Pistons. Or sorry. The Pelicans went on an insane run. So for Rookie of the Year, this one I had to look more into. Really the only one we saw big in the preseason was LaMelo Ball. Um, And I kind of got it down to it being between two people here for Rookie of the Year. And that's LaMelo Ball and Killian Hayes. Um, Hayes has a great chance to shine this year. He might not be the best player in the future, but I I think he'll honestly win it. I think Killian Hayes has a great chance winning Rookie of the Year. He's going to start for the Pistons right away. If he performs well early, he'll get a head start on most of the other rookies. Um, LaMelo, LaMelo Ball was all the talk on the preseason, though, so I think he has a great chance, but just to switch it up, I'm going to go ahead and go with Killian Hayes. Um, I think some rookies that could shine as well are Obi Toppin. If he has some electric dunks or anything like that, he'll, he'll be a highlight show, um, and I think Edwards has a great chance at it as well. As a Bulls fan, I'd love to see Patrick Williams win it, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Bulls are going to be sharing the ball a lot more with Levine and White. Um, lastly, before we end it here, how we're only 14 minutes in, so this will be a quick episode here. I thought I'd go through some sleeper teams that I think could go on a run, um, and then we'll go ahead and end the podcast. I One of the first... That come to mind in the in the East are the Wizards and Hawks. Um, the Hawks, they have a really solid roster. They don't have anyone insane other than like Trey Young. If Trey Young's able to play really well, play smart, they have a really solid roster roster and wise of depth. So I think their bench will be a big part of this. Um, and so I think they have almost a chance to win any game. They could win or lose any game. Will they win every single one? No. But I, I think they have a shot at making the playoffs. It, it, it's interesting because in that conference, I feel like the playoffs are almost going to be really similar to how they were last year and why the teams, the only team in the playoffs I could see dropping is the Magic. And so I think it's kind of between the Wizards and Hawks to take that spot. Um, maybe even the Hornets as well if Lamelo Ball has a really great season because um, I think it's going to be hard for them to game plan on him. But we'll, we'll see what happens there. Obviously, the Wizards, you can't forget that Westbrook still has the ability to be lethal, obviously. A lot of people don't think he's a great player. Oh, he can't shoot. I mean, he's still going to be very good. And now that he's playing in the East, he's going to be playing against teams that haven't seen him as much as teams in the West. So I think he has a great chance to have a big season. Um, And you can't forget about Bradley Beal. And that duo could click and be very good. In the West... um, Again, it's 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 hard to see a few teams like sneaking up, um, uh. And the main two I looked at were the Suns and Pelicans. But I I think these aren't even sleepers in some eyes. I think people think they will just compete. Obviously, the Suns are going to have a lot of confidence going into this year after going undefeated in the bubble. That was the big story with that. Um, I and adding Chris Paul could put them into the playoffs this year. Obviously, I think they were talking about Chris Paul wasn't doing good in the preseason. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that looks early on in the season. Um, I feel like I feel like once the season's been going on for a week, I'll do another like NBA podcast and kind of just like go through where every team's at and how we're looking. Um, but I I think the Suns have a great chance to make the playoffs. Will they win a series? I don't know, but a pl- the playoffs would be a big step for the Suns, who have not had a good year in a long time. Um, and then the Pelicans, obviously, Zion Williamson, this is probably gonna be his first year. If he's able to stay healthy, that he'll kind of be the main leader on this team. The coach is gonna let him loose. Um, and I think if he continues to live up to his hype, they could go on a run as well and get in the playoffs. Um, I mean, you've still got to remember the Grizzlies, they could be good with John Morant. There's a lot of teams that could get like the seven to eight seed in their conference, but which would be big for their cities, but you have to remember these teams are going to have to play the Lakers or Clippers in the first round. Um, I think there's too many teams ahead of these sleepers that they'll most likely just go out as first-round exits, but I think it's a big step for these organizations to try to get in the playoffs this year. I mean, I'd love to see, like, the Suns play the Lakers round one. Um, I, that would be crazy. Um, Zion in the playoffs would be fun to watch. There's I'd love to see those two teams go against big big name teams like the Lakers or Clippers and see what they can do. Um, But I think that's where I'm going to end the podcast. Thank you guys for listening in. Uh, Two big NBA games tonight. Let's go. Um, It's going to be great to have another sport other than football. Football's just starting to heat up, though. So we'll probably have one more podcast this week before Christmas, and I'll probably just give predictions for every game and then – I, shoot I don't know when I'll do that I'll probably do that Wednesday or Thursday I'll probably take tomorrow off maybe um and get it on Thursday uh will have one before Christmas um well shoot isn't it well we'll probably do it tomorrow maybe um and then we'll I'm gonna take the weekend off until after week 16 is done and we'll get an episode out on Monday probably going over the NFL and then Tuesday. We'll kind of do a Monday night football recap and uh, we'll go over the NBA game. So that's where we'll end it. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Um, And I hope I see you all soon. Thank you.